This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Luke chapter number one, verse number 26. I want to preach um, this Christmas Eve around the person, the Mother Mary, the Virgin Mary. Let's read about her today. It says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed, or another way to say that is engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son. She's talk, he's talking now about John the Baptist in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who is called barren. For with God... Nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it, be, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Love this story so much. I want to preach a message this Christmas Eve. You can write down the title. It's called Mary, Did You Know? Mary, now some of you are laughing because you know that song. I'm going to get to that song in just a moment. But I just want to title this Christmas Eve service, Mary, Did You Know? Come on, let's bow our heads Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you that you are so wonderful. You are so amazing. You are so kind and so loving. We ask today, open up our eyes so we can see you. Open up our ears so we can hear you. Do something unique and profound in these moments. We thank you that you are for us and not against us. Show us your path. Show us your will. We love you so much. And God, we thank you in advance that next year the Dodgers will win the World Series. Lord, we know we were defeated next year, last year, but we believe next year is our year to reign in Jesus name and everybody said together come on Angelinos put your hands together we're already praying Los Doyers translated the Dodgers okay um I, I I don't know about you but like I am so in to Christmas music I love I've never been never been more in my life have I ever been more into Christmas music than this year like this year I don't know what it is I'm just like if I get in my car I plug in my phone Christmas music if I get to the house Bluetooth right away Christmas music and I'm, I'm sorry I'm still on Spotify I know some of you have left Okay, for, for greener pastures, I'm still on Spotify. So I go on Spotify, go down to the Christmas, the holiday playlist, and I, I go classics. Because when I listen to Christmas music, I know everybody's got this new stuff out, and shout out to Chance and all that stuff. But when I listen to Christmas music, I want old school voices. Like, I need some Frank Sinatra, okay? I need some Bing Crosby, okay? I need some Dean Martin, okay? I need some Nat King Cole. Am I preaching to anybody today? 
I don't need Mariah, okay? I need some old school. And I just, I love old school Christmas music. Like, some about the classics. Even when we come to church, like, this, the song that Sky sang, that's just, it's an old classic. I love that song that she did today. Like, I love all Christmas songs, really. From Frosty to, to Rudolph to Winter Wonderland. I'm into Joy to the World. Everything. I love, there's only one Christmas song that I do not like. There's only one Christmas song that I cannot stand. One Christmas song, and it's called Mary, Did You Know? Have you heard this song? It's the worst Christmas song ever written in the history of Christmas. It's the, it's a, it should be offensive to God. It's the worst song. And I grew up hating this song because I've never heard a good rendition of the song. Like, I've never heard anybody do the song, and I'm like, oh, now that was great. Never. Even when it comes on the radio, I'm like, still a bad rendition. I just don't like Mary, Did You Know? So therefore, because of the song, I've never really fully appreciated Mary. But this year, we took our kids and, and, and the Duvalls and the Andersons. We, we went to this movie that just got released this year called Star. It's a brilliant movie. And it's a take on, from the animal's perspective, that were there in the manger when, when Jesus was born. It's their take, the animal's take, on the birth of Jesus. And watching the movie, it really showed Mary. And I started thinking this Christmas, oh my gosh, Mary is unbelievable. I started thinking about this teenage girl who's engaged to a man. I just want to say, uh, if you are in our youth ministry and go to the Zoe Youth Connect, we do not encourage 14-year-olds to be engaged. So we'll be very clear at Zoe's stance. What's your stance? No 14-year-olds getting engaged. Okay, different time, different era, different place in the world. So she's 14, she's engaged, and all of a sudden an angel shows up and says, Behold, Mary, you have found favor with God. And this scares her. She's like taken back, and the angel can see it. Gabriel can sense it. So he doubles down and says it a second time. He says, you have found favor with God. I want to give four parallels today out of the life of Mary that parallel our lives today. Write down point number one today. You found favor with God. You have found favor. In the same way that Gabriel announced to this little teenage girl, I want to announce to you that you have found favor with God. And you have found favor with God because of the person Jesus Christ. You have favored not because of your merit, not because of your behavior, not because of what you've done, but just because of believing in Jesus, you have found favor. What is favor? Favor is acceptance. Favor is approval. The Bible says when we say yes to Jesus, we, re we receive undeserved blessing and unmerited favor. Anybody thankful today that through the person of Jesus come on you have found favor with God favor was used to be limited just to every once in a while God would show up to somebody Noah found favor with God Esther found favor with Mordecai but when we believe in Jesus Paul says that the favor of God was poured out onto his life in fact, watch here in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14 says, The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. In other words, I didn't get favor because of striving or because of earning or because of my works. No, God just poured out favor. He poured out his love. He poured out faith onto my lap. Anybody thankful today that for your home and your life and your business. Come on, anybody thankful today? You've got favor. Oh, I love favor because favor is not fair. 
Favor does not play fair. Favor will advance you and promote you in spite of you. Favor will put you in places you know you don't deserve to be. Favor will open up relationships that you never dreamt in your whole life. Favor will take you places that no works and no efforts and no merits will ever take you. Anybody thankful today that it wasn't just Mary that found favor, but anybody this Christmas feeling like you've got favor on your life and you got favor on your home. Come on, you can clap louder than that 1230. Come on, somebody thank God. I found favor with God. Favor is not fair. You ought to go into 2018 knowing you have favor. Don't try and pray and go get favor. Just live from favor. Favor will advance you. Favor will get poured out into your world. Know that you've got the favor of heaven. This girl startled at it. She's like, what favor? I found what with who? The angel's like, no, let me double down. You've got favor. He announces it. You have found favor, Mary. I want to say to you this year, you have found favor with God. When God looks at you, he accepts you, he approves of you, and in another definition of favor, he likes you. There ain't nothing worse than being with somebody and you can sense their disdain for you, their unapproval of you, their rejection of who you are. I was with somebody the other day, I was trying to have a conversation with them, and I could just sense there's, I can't talk to you because of your disdain for me. You, 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 we, we're not just on different wavelengths. I, can, you, I have no favor in your eyesight. Remember, in life, always follow your favor. Never go where you're tolerated. Only go where you're celebrated. Listen, you found favor with God. You better follow that favor. The angel shows up and says, young lady, I don't know what you did, but you found favor with God. He shows up and he announces the favor of the Lord in her life. And then what happens is a series of consecutive events that makes her conclude one thing. He shows up, he announces, he goes, I know you're, I know you're engaged. I know you're a virgin. Um, but you're carrying Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. There'll, there will be no end to the rule of his, his kingdom. So she, she receives the announcement and the favor. She has to go tell Joseph, um, Joe, I don't really know how to tell you this, um, but I'm pregnant. And Joseph's like, say what? <laughs> With who? And they have that conversation. <laughs> well, and, um, and so Joseph's like, he's a, he's a godly man. So he takes... He takes his girlfriend, they're not even, takes his wife, and they go and, and Jesus is born. When Jesus is born, if the whole thing hasn't been supernatural enough, three wise men show up and they bring her child gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And it says when this happens that Mary the teenager looks and she's like, um, this is a lot. This is... This is unusual, to say the least. In fact, watch what it says here in Luke chapter 2 about how Mary concludes the whole situation. It says, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
Like in other words, another translation here says she treasured them. She just put them in the treasure chest of her heart. She goes, I'm just going to keep this Gabriel thing and this virginity thing and this birth thing and this wise men thing to myself. I think the reason why God chose Mary is because he knew she wouldn't be out on Instagram like, favor ain't fair, y'all. <laughs> you didn't get an angel. I got an angel. Oh, you didn't get a king. I got the king of all the kings. You ain't got no three wise men. I got three wise men. Like she didn't put it out on there. She just quietly paused pondered these things in her heart. I wonder this next year, if you can come into this next year thinking about the God thing that God is doing in your life. In fact, would you write down number two? All of us are thinking. All of us are pondering something. What are you pondering yet that's yet to be announced? What are you thinking about that you can't let everybody know about yet? What is the thing that God is whispering in your ear that you need to keep in the treasure chest of your heart because God hasn't given you the green light to talk about everybody with? Come on, anybody thankful today that we can process before the Lord? We can write down in our moleskin. Come on, we can think about the things that God is speaking and the things that God is doing. We don't have to tell everybody until we got a green light from God. I just think God chose this girl because he goes, I know this girl's character. I know this girl's perseverance. I know who she is. When I can bless her and she won't promote. You know, the Bible actually says, don't provoke one another to jealousy. Don't provoke one another to being jealous of your life. Mary's this type of person. Mary said, I'll live a quiet and a peaceable life. I won't let everybody know. I wonder if Joseph would have applied in the book of Genesis what Mary did. I wonder where that would have gotten Joseph. Because God showed up to Joseph, gave him a dream that his older brothers would one day serve him and bow down to him. He opened up his big mouth, told his brothers, and that will hashtag get you killed. They sell him into slavery in a pit. He ends up in Potiphar's house from there. He ends up in prison from there. I'll bet he never would have been in the pit, Potiphar's, or prison if he would have just kept his mouth shut. God talked to me, but I'm not really ready to talk to you about it. What are you thinking about going into this next year? What are you pondering? What are you processing before the Lord? Long before I ever told anybody, I want to move to L.A. to start a church, I had to ponder it in my heart. Before we ever started a college at our church, I had to ponder. Before we announced we're going to start a campus in the valley, I had to ponder these things in my heart. Before I told my wife that I loved her, I, I pondered it. When I told Julia, I love you, she said, thank you. <laughs> I said to myself, I should have pondered longer. That's bad pondering skills. <laughs> Read your cues correctly, son. Like calling yourself son, so dumb. I read a book a few years ago called Thinking for a Change. I wonder how well do you think? How well do you process your life? When it comes to making decisions, do you have the ability to ponder for a while? And thinking for a while. You know, in life, you always move slow. So when it's time, you can move fast. Pondering, she's thinking, this angel, this birth, this child, these kings, what does this all mean? God, what are you saying? What is this? I don't understand. She'd understand later. That's why she followed her only son. She followed, sorry, her son. But, but she was thinking for a while. I remember coming in 2017 in that break between Christmas and New Year's, I wrote down my life and I put my name down on a uh, piece of paper and I circled it and I started to put down the big chunks of my life, the big areas of my life. 
And I, I started to ask God, God, tell me, what are the, what, give me the order of priority for my world. This is number one in my life. This is number two. This is, and I got all the way to nine. And so 2017, I governed my life. What was nine, I treated like nine. And what was one, I treated like one. Because I had to ponder and think for a while. You cannot move forward in strength until you take time and think about what God is doing and what God is saying. Somebody say amen. It's pondering, pondering, pondering. And then notice what, what she says. She's, she's thinking about things, but she's also, she has some questions. So that Gabriel shows up and says, oh, you found favor? Oh, girl, you found favor with God. And you're going to give birth to Jesus, the Son of God. There'll be no rule. To, and it sounds beautiful. sounds elegant. sounds so, so magnificent. You'll do this, that, and the other. I like the 14-year-old. She's like, okay, um, sir, how, how will this be? How will this come to then my only question that's good, that's great. I'm glad I got favor, favor ain't fair. But um, sir, my question, how will this happen? Some of us, you're processing and pondering some things, and your question before God is, God, how will this business take off? How will this relationship work? How will I not just get a thank you, but I, I love you back? How can I make this all happen? If you're asking how today, let me just tell you, write down point number three today that what is what God is doing on the inside, what's inside of you is from the Holy Spirit. In fact, she asked the angel, how will this happen? And what does the angel reply? He says, I'll tell you how. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the Holy Spirit will give birth to something that's bigger than yourself. I believe God still calls people to supernatural things so we can live in supernatural ways. God is still birthing and doing supernatural things in our life so we do not live ordinary, mundane, boring lives. Anybody here today, you want to live a life in the supernatural. You want to live a life, come on, that's filled with grace. You want to live a life come on that experiences the glory of God God didn't just do miracles in the Bible and limit them to the Bible times come on the Bible times is when people live according to the Bible I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning but I felt like telling somebody what's inside of you right now is being birthed of the Holy Spirit you, you watch this. I'm going to show you a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures. When God's spirit gets dumped out into your life. So what's been poured out onto you? Number one, favor has been poured out onto you. And when the Holy Spirit gets poured out onto you, watch what happens when the spirit of God gets poured out into your life. Joel chapter 2, watch this verse. It says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Translation, when the Spirit of God gets poured out, there is something for everyone. God never limits himself to young people or to old people. It says our young people, they'll prophesy and our old people will dream dreams. Translation, I don't care how old you are, God's not done with you yet. There's still something he's trying to birth. There's still something he's trying to do. There's still an agenda. There's still a purpose. There's still a plan. There's still more with God. There's always more with God. And so when God's spirit gets poured out, it says young people are going to prophesy. In other words, they're going to declare the future. And the old men, they will dream some dreams about the future. This is the legacy I want to live. This is the life I want to live. Come on, anybody thankful today that the spirit of God is being poured out into your life. Come on, something's being birthed on the inside. God is doing a mighty work on the inside it will come to the outside I just love this about God 
God says, don't, she says, how would this happen? Don't you worry about it, sweetie. The Holy Spirit will come upon your life. If you're here today and you've got a dream, you got something you want to do, you got something you want to accomplish and it feels so big, don't you worry about it. The Bible says, not by power and not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Come on, the laborers labor in vain unless the Lord builds the house. I don't, I, listen, I want to encourage somebody as you're coming into this next year, you got to know that God's spirit has come upon you and he's birthing something and it will not be denied. When God, when, listen, when it passes the approval desk of heaven nothing can stop or thwart the plans of God I don't care if it's a fiery furnace I don't care if it's a lion's den I don't care if you're stuck in the belly of a whale I don't care what's come against you somebody thank the Lord today come on the spirit of God is upon you nothing can stop or even thwart the plans of heaven another way to say that is no weapon formed against you shall prosper you got to be believing what you're processing before the Lord, what you're dreaming about, the family you want, the business you want, the life that you want to live, that, that God is having you process what he's birthing. I'm telling you, long before Zoe ever came to fruition, we were birthing it and processing it, and the Holy Spirit came upon me. Long before you ever walk in something, God starts to put the seeds in your heart of the potential that's in your life. Come on, you got to trust the process. you got to trust the Holy Spirit that God's pouring out favor and God's pouring out His Spirit in your life. So I love this part. She, she says, how will it happen? He said, don't, don't, don't worry about it. If it's God's will, it's God's bill. If God called you to it, He'll see you through it. Don't you worry, young lady. We're, God, will, God will show up. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. I love the ending of the whole story. Worship team, you can come join me. I love the ending of the whole story. She concludes all this stuff, and she comes before the angel. She was afraid in the beginning. Remember, she was very afraid. You're so highly favored, Mary. She's like, say what? No, you found favor with God. Mary's still like, um, I don't understand. Then her next question is, she goes from I don't understand to how would this be the end of the conclusion of the matter of the Virgin Mary, the mother of Jesus. She says to the angel in the end, um, you win. Be it done according to your servant. Not my will, but your will be done. This is, this is amazing. This is the same prayer that her son would pray in the Garden of Gethsemane right before he would die for the sins of the world. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's sweating blood. You ever sweat blood before? Don't raise your hand. And he's, he's sweating blood, and he's going like, God, I don't want to do this. This is not fun. Um, nevertheless, nevertheless, God, not my will, but your will be done. His mom said the, said the same prayer. Parents, hear me today. The same prayers that you're praying could be the same prayer that your kid ends up praying. Jesus is echoing the prayer of his mom, and his mom said, not my will, but God's will be done. God knew what he was doing when he chose this young lady. He knew she would ponder. He knew she wouldn't talk about it with everybody. He knew she would, this was her response. This is not the first time Mary has responded this way. This is not an event. This is her lifestyle. This wasn't just, well, if angels show up, then I'll surrender. No, this is just the way Mary lives her life. She lives a life of surrender. I believe the will of God for your life is that you live surrender moment to surrender moment to surrender moment. And you can end up doing that once a week or you can do that every day. But God is looking for a surrendered people, a people he can use, a people he can speak to. I believe that if you want to live a supernatural life, you got to live a surrendered life. Because God will actually run his kingdom through your life if you just say, God, it's not my will, but your will be done. Come on, is there anybody here today that your prayer coming into 2018 and say, listen, I got to decrease so you can increase. Come on, Zoe, get some faith. Come on, I got I to gotta go a little bit lower so you can go a little bit higher. 
You know, the Bible actually says that you can get more favor. Target? Who sells more favor? Nordstrom? It says God opposes the proud, but he gives more grace to the humble. Grace and favor are the same word. God gives more favor. What are humble people? Surrender people. Say, I surrender God. If you want to, whoo, I don't know how I'm going to tell this man. And I don't know what they're going to say around the family table this year. And I don't know what my friends are going to comment on my Instagram, but not my will be done, but your will be done. Surrendered. God is trying to get you and woo you into a lifestyle of being surrendered. I talked to a friend this last week. She said every morning as she wakes up and she gets her coffee and she goes out to her patio. She sips her coffee and she tells the Lord, Lord, today I surrender my life to you. She said every morning I wake up and I, I grab my coffee, key emphasis on the word coffee. Don't you think God will show up if you're not drinking? Coffee. Tea will not work. Water, leave it in the fridge. It's coffee that God uses. She said, every morning I wake up and I sit there before the Lord and I tell the Lord, Lord, what, what do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to go? She said, most of the days I don't hear anything. I said, God, come on, talk to me. But I love just the fact that she's showing up saying, God, if you want to talk to me, I'm here. God, if you want to use me, I'm surrendered. God is still in the business of calling his people to live supernatural lives in supernatural ways. But it will never happen until we pray the prayer of Mary. Be it done according to your servant. Amen? Let's pray. Jesus, we... Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope you were inspired and encouraged by the message. To get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.